Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Today, we are so excited. We are going to be answering your questions from our voicemail. I'm so excited about this. I know we had so much fun doing this a few weeks ago and we only got to a few questions. So today we're going to do more. I'm I'm very excited. Me too. I feel like it's a fun little addition to the podcast. I like it. I do too. And I, like I feel it. like, I mean, we never get the chance to actually like talk to you guys. And I feel like, I mean, we're not really like talking to you, but we're like kind of talking to you. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's I feel like it's a way to connect that we haven't quite done before. So it makes me feel yeah. it makes us makes me feel like we're even better friends with y'all. I agree. Yeah. Um also I know that the world is like crazy right now. The election's crazy. We want to do a fun, uplifting podcast to take you away from all of the crazy stress of the United States right now. Mm, man. Yes, agreed. Let's just uh escape for an hour or so how about that yes let's escape (laughs) um but first before we escape can we talk about how you're feeling how are you you, I mean Jade I told you this yesterday but I'm like so surprised that your baby is still cooking yeah well I don't know what to expect you know because Emmy came at 36-0 and Brooks came at he came at 38-2 and this now I'm at, okay, so currently, I mean, obviously this is pre-recorded. I'm at like 37 and a half weeks. Oh my gosh. It's going to be any day. I feel like I wake up every day and I'm like, is it today? Is it today? I feel, you like, feel like that. Yes. But it's like, I've, I have been experiencing what people call prodromal labor, which is contractions, but not contractions strong enough to um, open your cervix. So oh. they aren't doing anything but annoying me and and they're they're painful but it's just like it's just they're inconsistent and they're all the time and it's just so that's Jade, how do you know about do you like research these things are you like what is this and then you're like <laughs> oh it's prodrome labor y- yeah how do you know these things well okay. I I read a lot of pregnancy books for one. And I just like to know about my body. I like to know what's going on. I feel like I'm pretty in tune with it. So when things happen, I'm like, what is happening? Why is it happening? So I love that about you. But yeah, but also it also makes me very like what Tanner would probably consider complaining. Because <laughs> every time something happens, I'm like, this is happening. And he's, um, you're allowed to complain about anything he, right now. He says I talk about pregnancy 24-7. I'm like, yes. Okay, well, then let him be pregnant for <laughs> 14 seconds, and then he will complain for about the rest of his life. Oh, my gosh. So I have to talk about this really quickly because there's such a thing as man flu, right? When a man gets sick, he, yes. like, kills over and can't function. Well, Tanner, the other day, he doesn't get headaches very often, and he had a headache. And I'm like... I, I'm really having a hard time just like moving and bending down and helping the kids. And Ugh. it's just like really, really hard physically on my body right yeah. now. And I go and I'm like looking for him to help me. And he's in the bedroom just like lying down, like acting like he's dying from this headache. And I was like, oh, my God, man, headaches are a thing, too. Like take some Tylenol. <laughs> But uh, I think he actually really did have a bad one. But I was just like, oh, my gosh, I just really I like need I like, need you right now. It's so hard to have sympathy when like you're about to have a baby come out of your vagina. And it feel it. The end of pregnancy is so hard. And to like 
think about like one small little headache on top of like what you're dealing with just seems I know it probably hurt his head so bad, but it just (laughs) seems so funny. Well, I've had headaches like this whole pregnancy. So I'm like, I've been functioning just fine, like with a headache. Why are you? Women are just like superheroes. Uh, Really? I know. But like, I I just don't want to be a superhero sometimes. Sometimes I I get it. Sometimes I want to be the man lying on the bed with the headache. (laughs) And you should be that man lying down on the bed with the headache right now. That should be you. But no, I'm Ugh. I'm getting really excited. I feel like feel like I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, like I feel the baby can come now for a, and I haven't felt like that yeah. yet. I haven't felt ready to meet him yet as much <sighs> as I'm excited, but now I'm starting yeah. to feel like I'm ready. So I don't know if that's also Aww. a signal that my body's like, you know, my body's preparing me to Oh, probably. to bond or you know or whatever. So Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I'm getting excited. And that's great. We didn't do a lot of ultrasounds this pregnancy, so I don't really have an idea of what he kind of looks like compared to my other kids at least. So did you do the I can't remember. Did you do the like 3D, 4D or whatever ultrasounds that like you can like really see what they look like? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did with both Emmy and Brooks. um, But my experience with Emerson's was actually really um, horrible. The lady was completely rude to me and um, I was like crying during it (laughs) oh my god yeah she was just like you didn't did you eat before did you I don't know for some reason Emerson wasn't moving enough for her to see things and she was like really upset with me and so instead of it being really special I was just like lying there trying not to show her that I was crying but Brooks's was really cool I mean, those are just so weird. You also have babies that look exactly the same. So chances are, like, he's going to come out looking exactly the same. Emmy and Brooks had different profiles, though. And from the one ultrasound that I have of photos of this baby, um, he looks like he has more of Emmy's profile. So, Mm. but who knows? He may come out with, like, he may have brown eyes. I kind of, I'm really curious about that since both my kids are blue-eyed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, That would be so weird. Yeah, your kids are like extremely blue eyed. It's weird because Charlie, I still can't figure out Charlie's color eyes, but they're almost like brown. Evan calls them rust color, but they're almost like a brown red. But he technically shouldn't have brown eyes because I have light eyes and Evan has like a hazily but still light eye. So I'm like, what is this color? It's so bizarre. I think eyes are so weird. Yeah, it's, I think it's uh, eyes are cool. I think his are going to be hazel just because I see some. Gr- I think so. I too. see some green in his eyes, too. And mine are kind of weird like that where they're it's, they're like an olive so with, with brown and yellow flecks. I like the flex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, I just I'm waiting for the day that like whenever I see dot, dot, dots from you, like part of me is like, am I going to get a picture? I just feel like I'm ready to like see the picture of your baby that you're going to send to me. It's going to happen soon. I know. Like I really do like every day I'm like, oh my gosh, she's responding. Am I going to get a picture? By the time this, by the time this airs, there might be a baby already. So, (gasps) oh my gosh, I might have that picture. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. (laughs) I mean, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Plus, my body's ready. I'm so puffy. I told you I hit the puff phase. I hit the puffy phase. I, I know you're saying that, but like, I feel like I can't. I can't personally. I mean, from social media, I cannot tell that you look puffy at all. Oh, really? I feel like I can. No. Like my cheeks and my 
neck, like my jawline's gone. My lips are huge. Somebody asked me if I got lip. Oh, that's kind of fun. Though. I know that is a pregnancy perk. Somebody asked me, they're like, did you get lip injections? Your lips are so full. And I'm like, no, it's just a pregnancy perk, I suppose, because I'm just retaining that's so funny. much fluid right now. <laughs> That is kind of exciting though. I mean, there are there are definitely good things about pregnancy for sure. You have like that luscious, shiny hair, big lips, I big boobs, <laughs> big belly, um, big belly. <laughs> I didn't get the I didn't get the nice nails this time, and I have been taking so much collagen, and I'm just like confused why my nails aren't pretty. I normally I normally get really nice bodies are so weird. I normally get really nice pregnancy nails, but they're just they're brittle right now. That's so sad. They'll come back. My and nails are always in time brittle. for it, like nail salons to open back up, and then you can get your nails done when the world <laughs> is a better place. Um, okay, well, I'm excited to get to these uh, questions on our voicemail. So, shall we take a quick break and then come back and do a question? Yes. We are back and we are going to take our first question. Hello, this is Sarah and I'm 23 years old. Um, I don't have any kids of myself, but Mommy's Tell All is my favorite podcast to listen to every week. And my question for Jade and Carly is, you talk a lot about how you maintain your relationships with your husband, but what do you do to maintain your friendship? Oh gosh, I feel like now as moms, we even have more to talk about than we used to talk about. Yeah, I feel like I feel that's something that's probably made our friendship stronger is just bonded us because you're my one friend who I feel like really understands what I'm going through. And our kids are so close in age that when so close. something's happening, I'm like, oh, my God, you will not believe what Emmy just did. And I know you're going to like at least laugh with me or cry with me. <laughs> oh, totally. Because Bella's probably doing, I mean, something maybe similar. The other day when I sent you a video of Bella having a tantrum and I was like what would happen if we threw them in a room together while they were tantruming like I know can you imagine the room would, would they would like but, or would they just start laughing like maybe that's the answer to tantrums you just stick them in a room with someone else who's throwing a friend. tantrum and then they just get yeah they just laugh and play I don't know um but I feel like I mean we used to talk about like you know boys are our husbands but now we have endless things to talk about that we have in common yeah. as opposed to like a few things that we have in common. But it, you're right. It's it's totally that our kids were so close in age and even our marriages were like close together. We've just kind of like, well, you've done something and then I've done something right afterwards. Not intentionally. <laughs> but like <laughs> similar. But that's how it happened. Similar paths. Yeah, yeah, totally. I know. And I feel like pre-COVID, we like the way like we really tried to like maintain our friendship is we would always go on like girls trips and and make yeah, time for those sort other. of things because it was like it was kind of like both of our little escape and we could like enjoy. Oh, yeah. And plus, like, you're obviously you're my best friend. So like I want to see you and hang out with you and go on trips and drink wine and laugh and talk Why? and gossip and all that stuff. But I feel like it's been harder to like invest in our relationship in that way since totally since the world's been nuts. But um, I feel like that's probably super common with people though. You almost have to like, I mean, we text, I would say like every day. Yeah. And we, we don't talk on the phone, but talking on the phone is so hard when you have kids because yeah. all they want to do is take the phone away from you or be loud. And then you can't hear anybody. 
That is true. And I do think our like I I feel like our work, we have a lot of work endeavors together that yeah. that um keeps our friendship strong, which I know a lot of people say don't go into business with your friends, but I feel like ours just works that way. But Yeah, I agree. I don't know. So I don't know if we answered that question, but we tried to <laughs> I also think I also think a really good thing to apply to friendships, which is th- something that you apply to um, when you're in a relationship, is love languages. And so, like oh, knowing yeah. your friend's love language and showing love that way. So, like if your friend's love language is words of affirmation, just make sure you're always like, you know, checking in in on them and telling them how great of a job they're doing. Or, or if your friend's Love language is is gifts and like making sure you do like personal gifts or or whatever. I yeah, feel like you're that's so like a right. really good way to show like your friends that you love them too. Yeah, I that's so true. That's yeah. that's a really cute little thing. Yeah. Especially during the time where you're just like sitting around your house staring at your walls or your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's really nice to be like shown hey, I, I still love you and I'm thinking about you, even if it's just something small. Yeah, like I had a really fun time picking out your birthday present when I bought that candle. Oh my gosh. Jade, that was so bizarre. Jade gave me this candle that I was going to buy myself. It's like so weird. When when you said you were giving me a candle, I was like, there's no way it's that candle. And then when it came, it was it's like this birthday candle that has all of this cool stuff about astrology and like scents that are like related to my exact birthday. I It was so, it like freaked me out a little bit. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so like psychic. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird, that was a weird brain. Like we were on the same wavelength. That yes. Or something. But. I love that. I love that candle. I light it like every, every day I light like my, I have like a spread of candles that I light and that's one that I light now. And I always think about you when I light it. Aww. It's next to my abundance candle. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's so cool. It's such a cool candle. But anyway. Next question. I mean, next question, yeah. Hi, this is Kelly from Illinois. And my question for Carly and Jade is, can you please tell me what your daily routine is? What's a average day for you look like? I love your show. Thank you. Oh, man. Oh, routine. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it you know, I feel like is the average day for you pretty similar? Yes and yes, for the most part. For the most part, like I said too now because like freaking freaking coronavirus like I know. you can't do as much as you used to and I'm pregnant, right. so I'm trying to like be healthy and be safe for my family and and so we just do a lot of staying home, but we do kind of have a routine. I mean, Brooks, I can tell he's definitely a routine boy. Emmy's a little bit more flexible. Um, but I think that's because he's he hasn't ventured out as much since he's been born. Right. So so what's your routine? I mean, my kids are really good at sleeping in. So they sleep until like 730. So I feel like I'm pretty blessed with that because I know some kids are like 530 babies. Ooh. So we get up about seven. Th- I get up about seven and I usually will lay in bed <laughs> until 730 <laughs> until I hear Brooks. And then I go and I get Brooks and then we wake up Emmy um, and we sometimes will play in her room. It depends. Oh, you wake her up. She's she usually is in there awake. So she oh, was wow. sleeping. In, okay. She was sleeping in our bed, but we've moved her over before the baby gets here. We wanted to transition her back into her room where she was before. Mm-hmm. But during my pregnancy, I really liked snuggling with her in the bed. But no, I know it's sad. So now she's back in her room. 
So when I go in there with Brooke, she's usually awake. Either she's playing with her toys or she's just like lying in bed waiting for me to get her. And um, sometimes we play in there or we go downstairs. We make breakfast. We listen, We do like a little dance party in the morning to like get some exercise. And then usually they go outside for a little bit. Um, sometimes we'll watch a cartoon while they eat breakfast. And then honestly, it's like nap time for Brooks. And then we have special Emmy time. And we usually do like crafts or painting or puzzles. She's obsessed with puzzles right now. It's lunch. I mean, it's just like so it's like not yeah. like exciting at all. <laughs> it's lunch. Yeah. And then it's just like a little bit more hanging out. And then she goes down for a nap. And then Brooks is not doing he's only doing one nap now. He does like one three hour nap. And so then it's like kind of Brooksy's one one on one time. And we hang out mm-hmm. with Brooks and do things that like stimulate him. Like right now we're learning lots of like what's where's your eyes or where's your ears and learning body parts and and stuff like that and then we try to go for a walk we do an evening walk and then it's dinner and then I don't do bath I don't do bath nights every night I don't know how moms some moms do bath night every night oh my god I do it you do every night if I don't do it I I feel a little guilty for it because like my kids love it. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I don't. So my kids don't always get that. But then we read books and they go to like Brooks goes to bed and then Emmy goes to bed an hour later. And then like yeah. I've been trying to stay up and have Tanner time because after that episode that we, I don't know if you listened to it. I, there is an episode I, we did where we talked about mar- like, marriage yeah. right now. And so now I've been trying to give Tanner time. But usually I'm still it's hard. Usually I'm still in bed by like eight. So that's Ooh, my that schedule. It's nothing so great. Nice. It's like that's my routine. And then every once in a while, it's like, you know, we we went to the pumpkin patch and then we have to like load the kids yeah. up at nine o'clock and their naps are all crazy and they're like they they have fun, but then their lives are all a mess because they're not on schedule. <laughs> yes. That's oh it's yeah. like worth it. Um, it's worth it, but then it's like because you're making memories, you're doing something different, but also at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, everybody's so overtired. Oh, I know. And I mean, when you really think about it, I'm like, are they going to remember this? <laughs> uh, but um, no, I mean, it. my schedule is like exactly, it's basically the same as your schedule. Although Charlie is funny about like this morning, he woke up at 545 and wouldn't go back to sleep. But I mean, there's days he sleeps till 830. And there's days that Bella sleeps till 10. I mean, it's like so What? I never know. Oh yeah, I never know what's going to happen with these kids. They're so like like this morning, Charlie woke up at 5:45 and then Bella pooped in her pants, I guess right when she woke up at like 6 and so then she couldn't go back to sleep, but she normally just go back to sleep. So then we were just all awake from like 6 on, but that is so like never happens. I mean, there's so many days that I'm still laying in bed and it's like 8.45 and nobody's up. That's but so nice. I don't know. It's so weird. I, they just don't. They're just like not. I don't know. They're just like not really routine, schedule kind of kids, I guess. But I mean, it's exactly the same. Like we wake up, we do breakfast. I usually am watching the Today Show. Bella actually wakes up and she's like still sometimes really tired. So while I'm watching Today Show, she's like, Mommy, can I watch my iPad? So I like let her watch the iPad in the morning. And then I usually let her watch it like before she goes to bed it's kind of like her calming thing sure like then she gets calm and and i'll be be like okay are you ready to go to bed now and she's like okay i'm ready to go to bed but if i just like suddenly attack her with are you ready to go to bed she'd be like no but yeah i mean it's the same like every time like if charlie goes down for a nap then it's me and bella time that's usually when i'm like 
Bella loves to be outside. So um, whenever we can go outside and she just wants to dig and run and, you know, I just make sure even if I'm really tired that we do that. And then, I mean, I really, if I don't give the kids a bath, it's like a weird day, but I finally got Charlie like out of that little bath chair into sitting next to his sister in the actual bath. I'm just not filling it up very high. Yeah. And he's just like a wild maniac. But I mean, they just love it so much. <laughs> That's like and my kids. Been... Brooks will splash Emmy's like. They oh, go... yeah. It's, it's. I mean, but there's nothing that makes them both happier. And Bella, like, it's a weird day if she doesn't have a bath. Like after we're done eating dinner, she'll go, I'm ready for my bath now. <laughs> I'm like, OK. That's amazing. <laughs> then we go up Be- and take a bath. Emmy's the opposite. Emmy will try to like if she had her if she had her choice, she would bathe once a week. <laughs> so fine no Bella is like she's like Tanner <laughs> <laughs> give me the bath she could be in there like for hours she could take if I let her she would be in the bathtub all day like she, she would take a bath multiple times she's a day. like I need the oils and the lavender bubble bath mom <laughs> yeah she's a mermaid <laughs> she really is but yeah I mean it's so weird like if I go to the store um and Evan is like not working then I like sometimes we all take a little trip to the store, but if he's at home and he's like on the phone or something, I'm like, okay, you watch Charlie. I'm taking Bella with me just to be able to like kind of get her out of the house. But yeah, I mean, it's just weird. The quarantine has made life so weird. So it's yeah. like the same thing every day and it's like really boring. And then we just try to play outside like y'all. <laughs> yeah. I took Emmy to Target for the first time in like probably a few months. And she was like, she was so excited. She was like, I don't want to sit in the car. I want to walk. And she was just like walking down every aisle, like throwing. I'm, I had to literally pull like a hundred things out of my cart as we were just going. <laughs> she was just throwing everything in there. She was having such a heyday. Like, I mean, even like clothes, like batter, batteries, electronic, like I anything. I mean, to be like, fair, I feel that way in Target. She was so happy to just be out and like yeah. experiencing life. <laughs> I mean, you know what? You got to do the small little things whenever you can. Like, really do make a big difference. Because then, you know, Emmy will look back and be like, I got to go to Target. And she'll think <laughs> about that for a while. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Which we're probably thinking about that for a while, too. Because, like, I don't, I don't, I, it's just as weird for me to go to Target. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, but, I feel like a lot of people's routines, they're just. Yeah, totally. Well, let's take a quick break. And we're going to come back with two more calls. Okay, are we ready for our next question? Yes. Hey, Carly. Hey, Jade. My name is Sheena. I'm a mom to a 14-month-old daughter named Raylan Jade. My question is, how did y'all set boundaries with your parents uh, about being grandparents? Like, buying the gifts and just setting boundaries of what your parenting styles are and how they parented you back in the day. Thank you. Mm. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we have like pretty good parents, you know, like both of us. Yes. My, I feel like what helps me personal, personally is my parents don't live here. So my mom and dad both live out of town. And like the one thing that I've told them like boundary wise with like gifts is like I've told them like my kids don't need any more toys, like no more toys. Like, no, (laughs) our house, (laughs) I, I. I am like, we have done so much like donating and cleaning out of the house lately of just stuff we don't need with toys. So yeah, that's something that I like have to tell them. I'm like, if you want to send something, send something like 
I told them like puzzles are okay, like puzzles or or books, things that you know that that can last for a while or yeah, clothes. Um, and they're pretty good at listening to my. I've recently experienced just like some passive aggressive uh, tones from one of my parents. I'm just my dad um, about me having a home birth and him not like flat out saying like, oh, you shouldn't do that. But pretty much like, oh, you're you, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> Is it because he's like scared for you? No, I don't know. The way it came off was just like like I was being irresponsible. Come on, dad. Yeah. So I haven't addressed it because it was just very, very passive aggressive. And so yeah. I'm currently dealing with that and I just haven't really talked to him. And so that's happening. So that's not probably he- – I'm not making healthy boundaries. I should probably just address it, but I don't know how. And then with my mother-in-law, she lives here. I would say I'm blessed. She's very hyper aware of anything she does and will ask my permission first. And so that's really oh, that's, really, that's nice. really good. And it, and that's taken three years for us to get here. In the beginning with Emmy, it was a little bit different where she would do things and I would be like, oh, like I, that, that's not how I want my baby to be. Yeah. You know, like that. don't do that to my baby. <laughs> yeah. But we've gotten there. And I think it's taken us three years. But now she's just like she she asks, which I really appreciate. Um, but then she also will just like come over and be like, I'm going to make dinner. And then she makes dinner. She does the dishes and then she'll bathe my children and put them to sleep for me. And sometimes I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's like, like heaven. It is. <laughs> so I've re- I've come to appreciate that, too, where I've like let go. And I'm like, yes, you can come cook dinner. Yes, you can do my dishes. Yes, you can bathe yeah. my babies. Like, so I'm, I'm good with that. But like with my with my parents, I, I they live far away. But like with my dad right now, I don't know how to address this boundary of him trying to like I felt like he was shaming me um, and making me feel like I was being a bad mom or making bad choices which I feel are actually very safe and important choices for me and and this baby so maybe you could like send him like amazing articles on how safe home birth is and how I don't know maybe something that's like this is my choice. I need your support. If I don't have it, that's okay. But like, I love you, dad, and I'm making the best choices for my family or something. And maybe not like you having to call him, but maybe just like an email or something and being like, here's more information for you. Yeah. I just don't know if I'm that mature right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, Cause my, and you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. My, I'm just saying if you like yeah. care about it, then I know my, maybe it's a way to like deal with it without really like dealing with it. And be like, if you don't have anything nice to say back, please don't respond. But I just wanted to give you information because maybe you don't have all of the information. Yeah. Like maybe, I mean, maybe he just doesn't know. And so he's like coming from a place of, I don't know, just like not really knowing anything about it. And maybe he's like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, not that, I'm not trying to take a side. I'm just trying to no, 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 even no. think about where he'd be coming from at all. It's totally, I, I mean, I get like probably why, where he's coming from. My dad's an occupational therapist. He's gone to med, like, it's like a medical job. Um, his his wife is a paramedic, so they you know they're very like I don't know, but I also just like I'm disappointed. But paramedics <laughs> deliver babies, yes, in emergency situations. <laughs> but um, I just was disappointed that he can't just be like you know I support you. I don't understand it, but I want to support you. You know, yeah. he pretty much gave me like a good luck. You know, like it was like very like okay, like what does that mean? Good luck, like. 
hope you don't die, you know, or something like hope it doesn't go wrong. Like it just felt very like, I don't know. And I'm I'm very emotional right now. Yeah. Maybe you just wait. I cry. Just have the baby do it your way and then send him beautiful pictures of how everything was like so perfect and beautiful and lovely. Yeah. (laughs) But I get it. I get it. It's just disappointing when it comes from like your own dad. I want, yeah, I want him to. Really, I feel like that's so odd. I love your dad. I feel like that's so odd because normally I feel like he is so supportive. He's a big teddy bear. He is. But for, yeah. for some reason, it was just like this. And there probably is a miscommunication because it felt very passive aggressive. But it was like, it really hurt my feelings. <laughs> I feel like it has to be coming from a place of fear or something. But then why don't you say like, I'm just really, you know, concerned for your guys' safety. I just want the best for you. I totally understand what you're doing is your yeah, choice. that would have been the way to definitely go about it. But it was kind of like an, oh, you're doing that? Like, good luck. <laughs> I don't know. I'm working on boundaries. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my parents live like right here. So, I mean, while I'm podcasting, Evan is in Alabama and I and my parent or my mom is at my house. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I don't, I feel like I don't even know how I would survive without my parents. I don't have that many boundaries with them. I I mean, the only thing Evan ever says that's like negative is like Bella's going to be like way too spoiled because you and your mom like let her do whatever she wants, which is not true. I mean, it's like kind of true, but like not really. (laughs) Bella's turned out great. I don't have that many boundaries with them, but I feel like I kind of am raising my kids a lot like I was raised. So maybe I'm just kind of like doing the things that she did. Cause I really do find myself like, even when I read stories or sing songs, even when I sing the ABCs, like the way I sing it and the way I taught Bella to sing the ABCs is like the way I say certain letters and accentuate things. My mom was singing that to her the other day and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's where I got it. So I realized I like, I am turning into my mother. (laughs) so funny. <laughs> so I feel like what she's doing is usually really great. And I mean, she's so, my parents are just so helpful. And if I ever need anything and, you know, Evan is working or whatever, then I just, they're always there. So Evan's parents are like more, they're not like as active. Evan's mom is like kind of a homebody and his dad works all the time. And so they're just, I don't know. They're not as active in the kids' lives as my parents are, especially since quarantine because they have underlying health issues. So they just haven't wanted to be out. But, you know, when she would try to like feed Bella or feed Charlie when they were born and didn't remember how to do it, like I would get really mad. (laughs) And I had to be like, Evan, you have to go tell her like you can't force feed a kid like that kid doesn't want to eat. Stop trying to put the bottle in the in the baby's mouth. Like, And it would like make me really mad. But I'd tell him to like go do it. That's what I would do, too, in the beginning. Oh. I would make Tanner. I'd be like, Tanner, can you tell your mom this? Because like it's like so awkward. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. So also Evan's boys, mom's parents, they're super active in all of the kids lives, the boys and Bella and Charlie's life. So they're I would say like they're more active on that side than his parents are more active so do they listen to you or do they ever do things that you're like no that's not okay you know if they did I I think I would be able to say like oh can you not do that because of this or whatever but they're you know they ask to hey is it okay if you know if if I'm getting pizza can I get Bella gluten-free pizza oh yeah that's great like I mean they kind of like already know like the rules that I try to have. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and follow them. They're really nice about stuff like that. So if it was ever like a question, they usually like text me and say, hey, is this okay? And I'll be like, oh yeah, that's fine. I don't know. I guess as long as like a parent, one of your, one of the grandparents is just trying to like be helpful and they're not like, I don't know, harming, like, I don't know, not harming your kid, but like doing something like really dumb. Grandparents are just usually trying to like do their best and just like love your kid. (laughs) So totally like, yeah, you can have boundaries, but maybe don't like shame them for doing something wrong. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I can think of like one specific instance where like I had to kind of just like tell Tanner's mom something, which was she was really insistent on us getting, I mean, dedicated to the Catholic Church. And it's just like something Tanner and I didn't want to do. It's just something like that. And it's because it's important to her because it's important to her mother. It's like to Tanner's grandma. And that was something like I had to like sit down because she like sent us like a communion dress or something, you know, confirmation, whatever it is, dress. And um, all this stuff, which was a beautiful dress, and it was like passed down from families, and we still have it. We keep it. But it's just – I was like, this is is not going to happen. Like I know it's important to you, but it's not – it's just not in our family. And as much as I like respect you and what you believe and all those things, it's just something that we're not going to do with our child because we don't – we aren't dedicated – We to do something like that means we would really be involved in the church and we're just not – so, yeah. so I had to really, that was like the one time where I was like, it was really awkward, but I was like, this is, this is the line. This is like, not, yeah. we're not going to cross it. Let's stop asking. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's so funny because my family is Catholic. And so my mom definitely at the beginning asked me questions about like, you know, are we going to baptize the kids? And, and then she, you know, I th- think she just kind of stopped asking questions like that, but you know, she talks to Bella about uh, Jesus and angels, and I'm just like, yeah, that's great. Like, you know, I'm I'm not I don't know what I'm personally going to be teaching Bella because I just kind of Evan and I kind of haven't I don't know I don't know figured that out yet. I guess sure we both kind of are going through like I don't know like figuring out our spirituality. You know, I'm like, you know what? I like to me, I don't have boundaries with that because I'm like, I you know when I was laying in bed at night. I still think like there's angels around and they'll help me out. (laughs) You know, I'm like, you teach those angels, (laughs) you know? I mean, we still have angels in our house and yeah, like it, but my mom definitely didn't force that. I think she was kind of like, okay, well, you know, if I said like, mom, don't teach her about Jesus, she'd be like, okay, I won't. And she'd probably be sad, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yeah. But I'm kind of like, well, Bella can make her own decisions just like I can make my own decisions. So, but yeah, I, I totally, that baptism thing, it was, a, it's like very awkward. <laughs> I just felt bad because I knew it was super important to her, but it was yeah. just something that we weren't going to do. And I, it was one of those moments where I was like, okay, like I'm actually going to have to like put my foot down and be assertive and, and have this discussion because she was not letting it go and really trying to guilt us. So Oof. I was like, no, stop asking. <laughs> no, thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, I, I think we answered that one. I know. Every every time we're done talking, <laughs> we? I'm like, was that a good answer? <laughs> oh, no. I think it's okay if they're just like, I don't know. It's just what we feel right now. That's fine. Thanks for listening listening Thanks to us listening just like blab. <laughs> yes, but that's okay. Um, okay, shall we do one more? Yeah, yeah, let's do one more. Shall we blab again? <laughs> yes. Hey, Jade and Carly. Love you guys. Listen to you every week. Um, I have a 15-month-old daughter, and I'm pregnant with my son, and I am 30 weeks. I've 
definitely felt connected with Jade because we've been pregnant around the same time. Um, my question is, what is the biggest advice you have for somebody who is raising two under two? Take deep breaths every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know, Jade. What's your advice? Um, okay. So this is something that I'm learning this pregnancy compared to what I learned when I was pregnant with Brooks. But I would say really set aside postpartum time to just heal and time to bond and Okay, so I'm just going to give some information. My midwife and I'm having a postpartum doula both recommended, which I know is not like it's not like always possible, but for the first week, they don't even really want me to leave my bedroom. So, they're just like they're they're just talking about like how important it is to just you let your body heal and to bond with your baby and to bring like your other kids into your room and to your sanctuary and to let other people take care of the rest of all the other responsibilities. And I jumped right back in. I went to work two days after I had Brooks. I thought I could be superwoman and do it all. And I really, really suffered from that. And this time around, I'm trying to do things differently. So I would definitely say try to have a plan which I know is so hard right now because of quarantine and everything, but try to have a plan to have a village that supports you. Like the mom is – once a baby is born, we kind of just forget about the mom and it's all about the new baby. So try to find – very true. Try to find that. And I feel like everything else is just kind of – it's just that huge learning curve. But, you know, I've had friends who said that going from one to two was easier for them than going from zero to one. And so I am putting that juju out there for you <laughs> that that this transition will be really easy for you. And congratulations on your baby, by the way. I feel like you're totally right in that. Don't feel like you have to be a superhero. You really should focus on, yeah, yourself and your healing. I totally agree. I love that they said you should just stay in your bed and have everyone come to you. And then everyone just takes care of the other kids for a while. That's fine. You should have time to bond with your baby. And honestly, like that time is so special. Like you're going to remember each baby and that time individually and how different and special it is. So just remember that they're not, you know, they're not newborns forever and they're not babies forever. And then they, you know, I mean, gosh, they grow up so fast. And that sounds so silly, but just, you know, take it day by day and just enjoy it day by day. And I know it's so hard not to stress, but Try not to stress so much about like if the other kids aren't getting time with you at the very beginning because it's okay. They're going to be so well taken care of because if you if you have, you know, the ability to have a village help you, then they're going to be getting so much attention. So And you know what? The YouTube is okay too if that needs to be the YouTube babysitter. YouTube is also okay. <laughs> YouTube is a good babysitter. Um, but yeah, just remember it's okay to like – take that nap and have everybody watch the kids for a while and it's okay to like take that sits bath for like a little too long <laughs> all those things are okay and it's okay I, I think one of the things I stressed out most was oh my gosh Belle is not going to be getting as much attention but right. she got so much attention from grandparents and daddy time and she had sweet special time with them that she normally didn't get gosh and she probably had more youtube time and she really liked that too so <laughs> um 
So yeah, just take time for yourself and take it one day at a time. I think that's my best advice and take deep breaths. Yeah. And know that that love that you're worried about, you can't like, you know, when you're like, how am I going to love my second one the same as the first? Or they're not going to feel like they're getting enough attention. It does somehow just some, it somehow expands. It just expands. It's amazing. Yeah. And so it, it, it all, it all works out. We're all the, these first years are hard, but we're in it together. Yes. We, we will get through it. And I'm ending on that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's also like I'm telling myself that right now. <laughs> well, you're right. That's yeah. great advice to also give yourself. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I hope we answered questions to your liking. If we didn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. I smile the whole time somebody's talking because it's just so special that you guys love this podcast. It just means a lot to me. So it's just so sweet that you guys are actually leaving us messages. And if anyone else out there has a question for us, we may put you on the podcast. So call 844-844-MOMS and leave us a message. Yes. And please tell a friend about Mommies Tell All. Thank you so much for everybody who's gone to Apple Podcasts and given us a five-star rating and review. It really helps other people find the show and it helps grow our community of moms. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. And thank you for being on Baby Watch with me. There may be exciting news next week. You never know. Thanks for (laughs) for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.